When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 80, and your smart speakers. You can download the podcast. You can download the ESPN app. still rocking. Yeah, no doubt. When, when, when was this, <laughs> no like 87 or something? Yeah, like a late 80s. <laughs> this, yeah. Nah, this is early, early 90s, 90s maybe. Early yeah. 90s, yeah. This thing still be pumping up. Especially in the summertime, when the summertime uh, starts to come around. Oh, what? The summertime pool parties. You got this one on? Yeah. There's key, some key, will, it, will this be on uh, during the during the big the big? Uh, big oh, my birthday party? Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. We just hired the DJ a couple days ago. What? Yeah, for sure. What? Oh yeah, we gonna yeah. Let's go. Come on, man. No, I'm pot- What are you gonna wear to the to the birthday party, Max? Uh, I'm be on Zoom. First of all, you gotta get Max to get on the plane and get back to California. <laughs> <laughs> He's gotta yeah. figure out how to how to say. You know what? I'm ready to come back. Oh man, I am too. I love Cal- I love L.A. Love L.A. Yeah, uh, the weather's so perfect too right now. Yeah. Oh, the weather's so. I, you know, coming from Houston, the last couple of days, sweating my you know what's off, the um, jumping in and getting in the your car, ears? letting the window down. Letting your ears off. That thing just felt so good. And I went up PCH to the crib, too. Uh-huh. Oh, man, it was pretty. I love that view, man. Yeah, PCH. PCH. You know what's crazy? When you go under through the underpass, and then you yes. come out, and you're basically on the beach the rest oh, of yeah. the way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. it was it, California weather is just, I hate to rub it in faces of other people that are sweating. I know, you really you hate know it. what's off. But yeah, you really it's, hate um, it. it's really nice right now. It's really enjoyable. Low Sierra, enjoyable. man. Perfect weather. All right, tune into an NL battle Sunday as the cards host the Giants. It's very nice right now. Coverage on Sunday of Sunday Night Baseball begins at 6 p.m. <laughs> Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and 7 p.m. on ESPN. Speaking I of the cards and the Giants you, Jay, in another sport. I, I keep telling you, Jay, you don't have to do that. Just talk. <laughs> you don't that's have to try me. to. No, you don't have not to go me. No. You just no, talk. It's normal. It's a normal don't deal, you do buddy. It. You stop that. You stop it right now. <laughs> So earlier in the show, we were going over the Giants and Jets Max, schedules. we're trying to do a bit. If the on, bit Max. has run its course. Yeah, fun, please. At this point, rah, rah, listen, rah. I waited until. Everyone needs me to get back to sports. Exactly. <laughs> it's exactly. Friday. It's Jeez. 6 o'clock West Coast morning time. The sports is going to happen. Everyone run do down together and he's going to be mad if we don't read it. There is, first of all, Evan has, has me hooked up to an electroshock thing. Oh, it's up where on the screen. If we go past two minutes out, off the top and we're not talking sports, oh. I start getting shocked. Evan, it's, it's on Evan's the screen. Ball. There it is. Blame the producer. That's a fun radio bit. <laughs> well, uh, I love well, that bit. If the, if the well, hat it, took fits. You, it took you three hours to wake up, Evan. It's about time. Now you there. there there's personality we're looking for. There you go. Ah, learn there from you, Key. We'll, oh, got we'll, him. We'll Make talk, we'll talk about that in the post-show meeting. 10 o'clock, be there. You're going to be late because you guys don't show up to meetings on time because you're talent. This is called Bennett Out Fridays. Yeah. Oh, here, it out. Like the Polaroid. here it comes. This is like <laughs> someone's like got a few Polaroid. drinks in them. They start telling you the truth. Oh, I wish I had some. Huh? 
Well, um, we don't want those people that got a few drinks in them telling us the truth, because then that wouldn't go so well, yeah. Max. <laughs> we need a dump button if we do Call that. in. <laughs> Call into the show right now if you want to give us the unvarnished truth. Yeah, we should have that. Like, the, the you're, you're three drinks in. Now Drunk, call in. Drunken Fridays. <laughs> happy hour. <laughs> happy hour. Happy hour is 7 a.m. You know what's not going to be such a happy hour? Back to Going sports. through the airport the other morning, it was happy hour in Houston for sure. Oh, man, uh, people was drinking. It was 10 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. I'm like, what are you doing? It's I don't Houston. understand how people do that, though. Not on a, uh, You Vacations. see that on during the Vacations. work week. It was 10 o'clock in the morning but doing key. a work week. No. Vacations. They're if drinking. If you're going on a vacation, you're going on no. a vacation over the course of the week, yeah, you might have a couple no, no. Those, those people were no vacation. They was coming business-wide. It wasn't no vacation. And you're all groggy and tired. You got a flight and everything. I understand you want to have a cocktail to calm your nerves and stuff like that, but that's some of the people, boy. <laughs> oh God! All right, Max, go ahead. We got sports. Are we ready for sports yet? Yes. And <gasps> now, all right. Look, earlier in the show, we went over the Giants and Jets schedule, right? And it occurred to me as we were doing that, you know, the worse your team is, the harder the schedule looks, right? <laughs> it's not that hard to schedule. Oh, that's a rough schedule. Like if you're a Detroit Lions fan, the schedule looks brutal to you every year. What if you're a Rams fan? If you're a Los Angeles Rams fan, because they have key, Jay, they have the hardest schedule if you measure it by the number of wins of opponents last year, right? If you count up all the wins of the teams you're facing, no one's facing teams with more wins in total than the Rams are, okay? But when I look at the schedule, because they just won the Super Bowl and I expect it to be good again, key, I'm looking Bills at Rams. Bills won a lot of games. Won a lot of games. Falcons. But but I don't see Bills at Rams. Oh, Bills are going to win that. That's toss up. If anything, yeah, the Rams because they're at home. But but remember, Bills won a lot of games. Yeah, no, no, for sure. Yep. Falcons at Rams. That's a win. Not not a lot of wins. Right. <laughs> Rams at Cardinals. A lot of wins. A lot of wins. But I still, so far, I could see the Rams going three and zero. I could. See I it. know, but but a lot of wins no, no, factor no. into what you just said. I no, for sure. Rams at Niners. That looks, like the, that looks like the toughest game to me. Rams-Niners divisional game on the road. That looks like the toughest one on the schedule to me Depending so far. on who the quarterback is, we don't know a lot about Trey Lance. Well, here's the other thing, though, Key. If Trey Lance wins the job, that means he's better than Jimmy Garoppolo. That means he's pretty good, right? Yeah, it doesn't mean he's better than Jimmy. That just means that he won the job in T-shirts and shorts. He's playing against his own team. Not everyone looks good in T-shirts and shorts, as we've seen from that uh, Tua Tagovailoa hype video recently. Jeez. Cowboys at Rams. It's a great game. A lot of wins. wins. A lot of wins by the Cowboys. Panthers at Rams. Win. Not a lot of wins. But you see what I mean? So, so far, that's week six. It doesn't feel to me like murderers row so far. No. For, for the Rams. And that's partly because of how good they were last now year. Now I'll get into this portion of the season. October 30th, week seven. Niners at Rams. A lot of wins. A lot of wins. Rams at Bucks. A lot of wins. A lot of wins. Cardinals again. A lot of wins. At Rams. A lot of wins. Yep. Rams at Saints. A lot wins. of wins. Tough game. Rams at Chiefs. Yeah. A lot of wins. Seahawks at Rams. Ooh, Rams at Chiefs win? Uh, November 27. Yeah. Ooh, it could be cold. That, Ooh, it yes. could be cold. <laughs> By the way, Seahawks at Rams. Now, that should be a win, but it is still a divisional game. Yeah, it's a win. But somehow the Rams and, and Seattle, you know how that goes, Key. It's like even yeah, when that one was of them's with, good. But that was with Russell Wilson, that quarterback. Well, that's we, true, too. Locking in. This is with Baker Mayfield. Oh, did I say Baker Mayfield? Raiders, so Baker. Raiders at Rams. A lot of wins. A lot of wins. Raiders, and Raiders. Raiders could lose two games in SoFi this year. Yeah, <laughs> Raiders 
probably have more fans there than the Rams. Mm. Mm-hmm. No, nah, the Ram, Ram fan base is pretty strong now. Because they just it, won the consistent. Super Bowl. And... Yeah, they're pretty consistent. But it still could happen. First of all, now you have everyone in Vegas rooting for the Raiders. And you have a lot of L.A. rooting for the Raiders. I'm saying that's going to be interesting. The Raiders are good, Key. That's the whole thing. If the Raiders have a lot of wins at that point, I would love to see who that home crowd is behind. Raiders or Rams. Rams at Packers. A lot of wins. That's a good game. Broncos at Rams. Still a good game. Good game. Yeah, I know you love you love Russell Wilson, Jake. And I know you do not love. I like NFL Russell Wilson. Key, do you think you're sleeping? Let me ask. I, I, do you think you're sleeping on the Broncos? Let me let me tell you why. Uh, let's say agreed. The, the defense is a little overrated. The weapons are a little overrated. Let's even say Russ is a little overrated. Whatever. So how I should I be sleeping on well, you? Just because, gave me a bunch of overrated. Because overrated <laughs> doesn't mean they're bad. It just means they're not as good as people think they are. I don't think that they're bad. Right. I just don't think they're as good as people think they are. Okay. That's not, that's not sleeping right. on them. Yeah, yeah, no. But, well, well, if you're just, like, if people think they're better than they are, they could still be pretty damn good in all those areas, right? If you win 11 games, that means you're good. That means you make it to the playoffs. They ain't winning 11 games, so therefore they ain't making it to the playoffs. Rams at Chargers. It's going to be a good one. That's Rams at Chargers one. in our own stadium. How about that? I'll tell you what. Rams at Chargers. That Listen. Rams that at Chargers. Rams be... at Chargers in their own stadium with Ram fans filling it up. So it's really – it's like Home the Lakers game. and the Clippers playing. Still think, I still think Kansas City and the Chargers. I don't, Rams and Chargers might wind up being second to last week of the season, might wind up being the two best teams – the best team in each conference. It could be in L.A. And then Rams at Seahawks so, to end the year. So you don't think this is the hardest schedule in football? I don't. Going into the year on paper, this is the hardest game. This is the hardest. No, based on based on him running everything down and me saying a lot of wins, it's a hard ass schedule. Yeah, it's a. It's not that it's an easy schedule. It's no, that's that, a hard schedule, Max. Uh, is it, it the it, hardest one though? You think? I haven't looked at everybody's schedule like that yet, but it, it just based on hearing and, and knowing who they're playing and where they're playing them at, like going to Green Bay. Is a 13-win team is not an easy layup, regardless to what you might think about Aaron Rodgers not getting over the hump. That is a that is a travel, that is cold, that is just a different feeling. All right, let me give you the we've seen in the past. So Evan, the the, high, the the five hardest schedules are ranked: the Rams, Cardinals, Bengals, Bucks. Interesting. I'm looking at the Chiefs' schedule. I think the Chiefs is a bear at Cardinals. Chargers. Then they get the Chargers. Then Hard. they're at the Colts. Then Hard. they're at the Bucks. Hard. Then they host the Raiders. Hard. Then they host the Bills. Hard. Then they're at the Niners. Hard. Then they host the Titans. Guys, yeah. like they, yeah. okay, but that's that's the softest that's, spot that's, in the first but, eight but weeks. They're, but they're number or aren't they number one? They're yep. number one. The Chiefs are number one, right? Yeah. No, yeah. no, no. Chiefs, no, no, no. Chiefs aren't on that list. Are the Chiefs oh, on that list? Yeah, Jay just said it. No, hold up. Evan, are the Chiefs on the hardest schedule list even? Yes. yes. He, they're number one. Oh, I thought I didn't hear him. <laughs> I didn't hear him. He's Rams sitting are, right Rams, next Rams to you. How you didn't hear him? No, no. Rams are number Rams one. Are Where number are the Chiefs? One. Where are the Chiefs? Well, Chiefs okay. aren't listed in the top five that I could hear. Chiefs are, Chiefs are tied for fifth. Yeah, I'm tied saying, for to fifth. me, that, that sounds that like one so harder. far. That schedule, based on what Max just ran off on the top, whatever it was, eight, is harder than the Rams. Thank you. That's what I'm saying, Key. But now it gets softer, okay? Now, it the is. second half is softer, but listen to it. Okay, Jags at Chiefs. That's the first win. softie, right? That's a win. Then Chiefs at Chargers. Rams uh, at Chargers. 
Rams at Chiefs. Chiefs at Bengals. Chiefs at Broncos. Yo. Yeah, the Chief, Chiefs schedule is hard. Yeah, now it, get, it gets soft at the very end. They, they go to the Texans. They host Seattle. And they host Denver. But then they're at the Raiders. Yo, the Chiefs got a little soft spot toward the end of the year. <laughs> it's gangster the first eight weeks. So, Key, I also started thinking about the Cardinals because, you know, we, the, the consistent theme has been, you know, how the Cardinals have started off well and then they always fade late. So, listen to like, their last seven games. I mean, you talk about at Rams, 49ers, Chargers, Pats at home, at Broncos, Bucks at home, Falcons win, at 49ers. Like, we could be talking about the Cardinals having the same situation again in the season having it collapse. Mm. Second hardest schedule. Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Max is presented by Progressive Insurance. Let's bring Stephen A. into this, who was part of the Cowboys' release schedule. How many wins for the Cowboys this year, Stephen A.? I have no idea, but it doesn't matter. It won't be enough when it really, really counts. They'll probably win the NFC least. They'll get to the playoffs, and then they will go home like they always do. That's how this works. I'll tell you what, Key, I'm nervous about the Cowboys this year for this reason. No one's really picking them this year. Every year there's someone hype. Yeah, the Cowboys are going to the Super Bowl, and then I'm with Stephen A. They're going to fall on their face, but I'm nervous because no one's picking them that I could hear, Key. No, you, you should be nervous, just like – the Philadelphia 76ers should be nervous about James Harden, Jay. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about, Stephen A. Uh, it's May. Fine, the schedules came out today. But I need to hear from you, the horse's mouth, about James Harden and that abysmal performance last night. Well, it was atrocious. It was so bad that it had me wondering whether or not it was done intentionally. Mm-hmm. That's how bad it was. You have any idea that this is a guy that went five straight years averaging a minimum of 29 points a game, seven or eight years straight averaging a minimum of 27 points per game? He gets to Philadelphia. There is not a single game where he has attempted 20 shots in a game, not one. In all the games he's played for the Philadelphia 76ers, including the playoffs. And then to go to a closeout game in Philadelphia where Joel Embiid is on the court with a broken bone in his face, a messed up thumb. Tyrese Maxey is playing his heart out the whole bit. Tobias Harris, too, in terms of effort. And James Harden is on the basketball court, plays 23 minutes or 22 minutes and 52 seconds in the second half and attempts two shots, one each quarter. I will give y'all this, and if this doesn't crystallize it, I don't know what does. James Harden took two shots in the entire second half. You know who else did that? Ben Simmons last year. Ben Mm. Simmons took two shots in the closeout game in Philadelphia in the entire second half. And James Harden, one of the most prolific scorers in NBA history, took the same amount of shot attempts. I'm sorry, ain't no defense in the world good enough to prevent you from attempting shots. So that's my issue right now when I'm talking about James Harden. Stephen A., you and I have both been smelling something fishy around Doc Rivers for a while now with this organization. I want you to give me a reaction of this question that was posed to James Harden last night. I'll be here. Whatever makes this team, you know, um, 
whatever can, allows this team to continue to grow and get better and, and do the things necessary to, to, to win and compete at the highest level. James, you said the ball didn't get to you. Does the coach call plays to try to get the ball to you? Next question. So, Stephen A., when you hear a player like that say next question, what does that imply to you? That implies to me that that's not a coach he wants to play for, which is something that I've been saying all week. We've smelled something going on for the last couple of months, guys. And one of the things that we smelled is that we heard the name Mike D'Antoni. See, this is how Mike D'Antoni usually works. He lurks in the background. He's a coaching candidate for several franchises, just like we heard his name is Charlotte, um, and to a lesser degree, Sacramento, when we all know where he really, really wants to be, which is in Philadelphia with Embiid, with James Harden, under Daryl Morey, because they believe they have unfinished business, him, Harden, and Daryl Morey from from their days in Houston. That's what we're talking about here. So it's one of those situations where you make a comment like that, clearly you're not on the same page as the coach. Now, I spoke to several coaches last night, okay? I got numerous calls, and I'm telling you right now, his number was called on numerous occasions. You had the coaches looking at him with other disgust because he wasn't attempting shots. You're the point guard with the ball in your hands. You still were not attempting. You still weren't attempting shots. And on top of it all, they went so far as to call damn plays for you just so you could launch a shot, and you still didn't do it. I'm sorry, guys. That reeks of intentional all over the place in my mind. Something smells, something is very, very fishy, and I think we should all keep our eyes on what's transpiring or what will transpire in Philadelphia in the coming days, if not a couple of weeks. Because I'm telling you right now, I smell something. Something ain't right about this. It seemed, it seemed pretty damn intentional what was done last night. Okay, so – Let's assume you dialed into the NBA, not assume you dialed into the NBA, but let's assume that you are correct. There's something fishy smelling going on, but it doesn't, it's, it, it doesn't happen that way. Should Doc Rivers just step aside and step down and, and look to do something else, or should he try and continue along with the Philadelphia 76ers? I think he should want to leave. If that's the situation, I definitely don't think he should want to stay there. You shouldn't want to stay in the situation. you got to remember, he was hired before Daryl Morey arrived in Philadelphia. If Daryl Morey selected Doc Rivers, that would be different. But when the coach comes in ahead, and Jay, Jay knows this, Max knows this, when a coach comes in before the executive, yeah. the executive isn't immediately allowed to make their own imprint, and they're looking to do that. So their mentality is that this is not really my team yet because – I don't necessarily have the coach that I would have selected. And that's what's going on here, which is why I say Doc Rivers should want to leave. He shouldn't want to be there. He should want to go someplace else where that structure is already in place. So whoever hires him is invested in his success because he is their hire. Mm. So if you so if you Mike D'Antoni, though, right, and, and there's an opportunity to coach the Philadelphia 76ers. But what we've seen prior to last night, what we've seen with our own eyes, Stephen A., is James Harden, to to a degree, has lost what he had in Houston. Is that somebody that you want to try to coach? Hell no. I hell no. why would Mike Tony want the job? Well, because you got Joel Embiid there. And so the fact of the matter is you also believe that James Harden's struggles are a byproduct of some other coach, not you. Because there isn't a coach alive that believes that they can't do a better job than the coach that is already in place. That's how they get these jobs. 
by marketing and advertising what they think they'll bring to the table compared to what their contemporaries may be may bring. Stephen A, I'm a firm believer that if I'm if I'm Joel Embiid, I'm about to hold the 76ers hostage. You guys have not surrounded me with enough talent to win these damn games. Now you're talking about Doc Rivers being gone, and you're going to bring in Mike Dean, Tony. That reinforces James Harden. We just had Amari Stoudemire in with us, and he was talking about how he had to fight Mike D'Antoni for post-ups because he just had him involved in pick and rolls. So, like, my thing is, at, right. at the end of the day, if you're Joel Embiid, like, th- that, that needs to be the conversation, Stephen A. What are y'all doing to surround me with I the totally talent agree. to win a world championship? Or I want to be somewhere else, damn it. Ooh, all right. Absolutely. Yeah. You, ain't, you ain't getting no argument from me. Stephen A., why do you think it is that this team has – never seem to uh, side with Embiid. Like when Simmons is there, the fact that they get yeah. they, re- they let Butler walk and J.J., those are his guys, it seems like they're taking Simmons' side. Now if well, James Harden comes in and people are talking about that, why haven't they just built it around Embiid and made it his team? Max Kellerman, the audacity for you of all people to ask me that question. I'm going to throw you a softball right up in the air for you to knock out the park for the days and weeks to come. Because of people like you who supported the process, them throwing seasons. That's where all of this started, That's how Max. they got Embiid. Let's not forget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's not enough, Max, which is what I told you. Well, that's and the why fact that... of the matter is that they – they built a certain culture. Wait a minute. You got all show and tomorrow and beyond to get this point. Let me remind your audience of what Max did. When the Philadelphia 76ers were throwing seasons on purpose, Max Kellerman said, yo, that's a great thing. If you're not going to win a championship, you might as well stink. Stink for years to come and get the assets that you need. I said, it don't work that way because other franchises are building their culture. What has happened? No matter what the Sixers have in Joel Embiid, Ben Simmons, etc., they never built a culture. Because they brought in Colangelo. Because they brought in Colangelo. He screwed everything up. That's fair. No, no, you're, you're right about Colangelo part, but he ain't the only one that screwed it up. Look at who Ben Simmons is. Let's remember that. There can always be something that goes awry. Culture first. Culture first. And you ignore that. You were wanting them to throw the seasons. Please it. Why, you Max know why they, you know why they broke it up? Jay, Max, Max had no problem with the paying customer coming there <laughs> right. knowing they were going to lose That's right. and knowing the team was going to throw Philly. games on purpose. Philly liked the process, too. The NBA stepped in because it was working. Hell no. Hell no, the Philadelphia didn't like it. That's well, why first, I specifically first of all, called it the didn't NBA work. And told them they had to stop this. It hasn't worked either, though, even though they got good players out of it. They ain't won nothing. You doing all that to be where you were before you did all that, which thank is you. at home right, and not in the championship. It. They didn't trust the process. They got, rid of, pre- they got rid of Hinky. The process actually Preach. was when they had Jimmy Butler, and he actually yeah, perpetuated man. what the culture should have been. Yep. They guys, going a different direction. Hey, guys, yeah. Jay, Keyshawn, yeah. Jay, Keyshawn, y'all take this time to jump all over Max. Let him try to explain his way out of endorsing the process. Yeah. They got the process nothing to show working. for it, Max. The, Not even in the Eastern Conference Finals, bro. As Jay Explain just said, they had, they had Joel Embiid and Jimmy Butler. They didn't finish the deal just because you had players, Max. No, You didn't. The process is to win a championship. Right. Not to collect draft and what the NBA and noticed, players. That's and not what it is. What, what the NBA noticed is other that Sixers' process was working. Other teams were going to imitate it. They couldn't have a league like that. They stepped in and, and forced them to take on Brian Colangelo, and that was it. Other teams, they got duplicated. They got I did this for y'all. 
<laughs> I wanted y'all to have it because yeah, I got to run. They called me to do TV. I got to yeah, run. Man, don't nobody care about that. Yeah, you did this to us, Stephen A. Yes. Come on. I know what you get ready to do. You get ready to get one of the more expensive cars. That's what you get ready to do. Get, get, get Max. Get Max Kellerman for that. Don't bother me with my cars. Get Max. That's the subject. <laughs> all right, SA. Yeah, Max. Yeah. All right, Joe. Yeah. I'm with Stephen A. It's all, I'm a lot. It takes two of you now to try to go with me. Yeah, of course. It takes me all the way back to first take. I got no, I started I, getting hives. I got no problem taking you both on. Key says, <laughs> I started getting highs listening to that. The it was Broncos like, oh, first take all overrated. over again. We're going to ask a former Bronco great if he agrees with Key that they're overrated. Next on ESPN Radio, ESPN2. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. And then you would FaceTime me during the show live. <laughs> That's on the key, FaceTiming me from Houston. I'm like, I'm talking to you on the mic. I don't need to see your face on my, my, my phone screen.
Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Max. FaceTime live, huh? I was thinking about something. What were you thinking about? Key, you, you were doing your brain? You, I was doing my brain. And I started thinking about, I think we've all kind of been in agreement that with where the West is right now, how loaded Golden State is, oh. where Memphis is on their way to, mm-hmm. what Luka's doing, if he can get an additional piece, New Orleans, and if they get Zion back where they can be. Uh, it's just loaded with talent, right? We'll see what happens with Utah and Donovan Mitchell and all that stuff. But we all kind of are in agreement this may be the last hurrah for CP3. Or at least sure. we've By the way, that. the Clippers, if they get healthy the next Clippers, year. They, they might be one of the favorites. Yeah. Who knows what the Lakers are going to do. But, man, like it, the way he's played key the last three games, and we're talking about a legacy game down the stretch, like what is at stake here? Like if they don't get to the Western Conference Finals, if they lose to Luka and an undermanned Mavs team, with CP3 playing this way, do you think that affects how we look at CP3? It may not affect his legacy on paper, but I don't know. It, it may. Uh, I don't think. I don't think it's going to affect the way you look at him. You because because his body of work throughout his career has been Hall of Fame worthy. It just it for fans of CP3 like myself, like fan, like a, like really invested in him winning. It will hurt to the core. Because you know that this is probably his last real opportunity, given what you just said about the teams and the development of teams and what could happen next year with the the, the Clippers and Memphis growing and you know and the Lakers potentially could be doing something that is going to hurt, hurt to the core. But as far as his legacy goes and stuff like that, it's just he already did the body of work. He yeah, just he, here, be a the, guy we talk about that won't have a championship like Charles Barkley. Yeah, here's the only caveat though is that this this feels like this is the first year where he's really been truly healthy. Like there's always been something that's gotten in his way, right? When he was at Houston, he had that hamstring issue so close. Last year, he had a little bit of a health issue. There was COVID stuff going on so close. Will, this year, everybody's healthy. It will absolutely affect his legacy in this sense. He's already in a, in a level underneath Magic and probably Steph, maybe Oscar Robertson with a whole bunch of guys, Nash and Kidd and this one and that one, because Kidd won a championship, but that was really Dirk Nowitzki. If he wins a championship now, he is right there like with Isaiah under Magic Johnson to me, and I think to a lot of others. Former NFL All-Pro receiver – Brandon Marshall, six-time Pro Bowler, founded the Athlete-Led Media Network, I Am Athlete in 2020, and hosts the I Am Athlete podcast, great podcast, recently launched a new live nightly radio show, I Am Athlete Tonight, which airs weeknights at 7 p.m. Eastern on SiriusXM's Mad Dog Sports Radio channel. What's up, Brandon? I see you, B. Marshall. Oh, look at that intro, man. Good morning, guys. Listen. Man, you never sent me the contract. <laughs> you gonna get me in trouble. You know ESPN gonna let me back on if, if we do that. Hey, <laughs> listen, Max has a point. Max has a point. James, y'all were, were y'all talking about James Harden? We're talking about CP3, CP3 actually. Oh, CP3, same thing. CP3 gotta win it. He gotta win it to get no himself choice. over. Like there are dudes like. Gary Payton, Steve Nash, John Stockton, uh, like a lot. Kid won one, but, you know, he was maybe not at his very best anymore, and it's not the same as, like, you're the best player on the team. There's Magic, and then there's Isaiah and Steph and Oscar Robertson, and then there's everyone else. And to me, Brandon, CP3 could enter that that second tier right under Magic with a chip. I'd love to see him get it. 
Yeah, I mean, he definitely he, he definitely needs that for his legacy. The last couple years has been it's been pretty cool to see what he's been able to do with the Suns. Um, you know, I think the ceiling for him may be four. It may be four, maybe three. Um, you know, he can't move up too much, obviously. Uh, you, did you did you have him a, a hit of Oscar? Did I hear that correctly? No, no I'm saying there's... He, if, he wins it, if he wins it, you say it? No, I'm saying Magic in a tier by himself, and then right under Magic, people like either Steph or Oscar or maybe Isaiah, because these are championship point guards who are also great, and CP3 no, would be with them. That's the problem. Yeah. you got to take Steph out of there. I keep saying this. Steph Curry is not a point guard. Yeah, yes, on paper, you know, we, we approach him as you know, uh, a point guard, but this dude, he redefined or he, he, he created his own position, right? Like, so he's special. He pushed the game forward. Let's take him out of this whole discussion and it makes it easier. This dude is just different. I don't even put Steph in there. There's some players in all sports where you just say, you know what, you, you're just an athlete or, you know what, we're just going to put you in a, in a class of your own. Not saying that he's better than those guys, but the way he plays the game, how he pushed the game forward, let's take him out of the point guard discussion and let everybody else have that debate. Brandon, yeah. we got yeah, kind of like That's kind of like I tell him about Lamar Jackson as well as Kyler Murray. Yeah. Brandon, we got to sit tight. Brandon, well, I'm not letting you go anywhere. I need you right here. because you, you mentioned Br- James go. Harden, and I, we need to get into that after Jay has this from Straight Talk. Cutting the price of your wireless bill feels good, really good. Actually, it feels great. You should try it. So cut your bill by switching to Straight Talk Wireless, now offering our $45 silver unlimited plan with 5 gigabytes of hotspot and nationwide 5G on America's largest, most dependable networks. The $45 silver unlimited plan from Straight Talk. Straight Talk Wireless, no contract, no compromise. A month equals 30 days. See terms and conditions at straighttalk.com. 5G capable device required. Actual availability, coverage, and speed may vary. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com.
it's like ridiculous. What's ridiculous? Then I was yesterday coming back from Houston and I drive well, myself. Wait, we're doing. The, I thought we weren't doing this on air. No, you didn't want to do it on air. What? You act like you weren't interested earlier. Uh, I, I, I said we should do it on and air. Well, I don't know that we should tell the story on air. I think we no, should. No, I'm going to tell the story. Tell the story. Okay. I was coming back. I can't. From Houston. I can't be held responsible for this. Yeah, it's nothing to be held responsible for. I'll take the blame. Is the story so that bad? I mean, what's I, going I mean, on? people may think it is. People may think that I'm spoiled. People think thinking I'm a brat. I want my own way, but and I'm not like everybody else. So I drive myself to the car on short trips to Houston. So I'm at the LAX airport. I lose my ticket. And now they don't have attendance anymore because they're redoing the whole airport. And, you know, you got to go do your ticket deal. So I buzzed the lady to come down to help me get out of the gate mm-hmm. because I don't have my ticket. So they don't know how long I've been there, the whole deal. And I was trying to explain to her the whole deal, but it was like she wasn't believing me. Like, I'm not stealing the Tesla. First of all, you have to have a key card to even— You were uh, stealing Tesla a Tesla? To, yeah, I would either have to steal a Tesla— by taking somebody's phone that's programmed, the key is programmed in their phone, or I would have to steal the key card to do it. And I'm trying to explain it to her. Meanwhile, I'm held up for 30 minutes trying to get out of the trying to get out of the gate. One security comes. I'm like, seriously. Another security comes. It's <laughs> like finally. Skit, uh, it was uh, like key. he finally realized because I, I I get it. She you know I, she doing her job. I'm not holding her responsible for it, but I'm trying to explain to her. I lost my ticket. There's a max that you have to pay for a lost ticket. I'm not going to be at the airport for two straight weeks. You're only going to be there for a <laughs> Right, Max? I mean, you're only going to be there for a little bit. By the way, this is like I've paid this too. It's like a stupid tax I pay sometimes. I do something where I'm like somehow I the wind up paying thing. ten times more than I ought to have paid because I'm just an idiot. I can't keep it. Uh, you know, come on, man. I lost a ticket. Like a Larry David skit. I, I lost yeah. a ticket. You're going to charge me a buck for losing a ticket. I got it. Right. But you're trying to get a buck fifty out of me. Right. I'm not trying to I'm not trying to get you down to eighty bucks. I've only been here three days. I know what the number is max is gonna be. So yeah. let me ask you, you know? a real question. Did you pay the buck fifty? What are you gonna do? Whatever the max was, I had yeah. to pay it. <laughs> you to get out of there. I did that. Key, I've done stuff like I thought you were gonna tell me some kind of conclusion, and they gave me the half off because I talked no, about it. Because in the end, in the end, Key's a rich dude. He's worked very hard for the money, but like he's not standing there haggling with people for two hours. He gotta go oh, home. They held me up thirty minutes. I was trying to get home. I had a long day of flight dealing with you guys on the air. I mean, it's a lot. A lot <laughs> dealing with us on the air, talking about sports. And imagining Evan being mad because I wasn't on the meeting. I was flying. Yeah, this Imagine is that. Evan does not approve this content. I canceled the meeting yesterday. Yeah, you did. That's a big time for you, Evan. It's glorious. Oh, Thursdays, Fridays, Whatever we did to get him to cancel the meeting, we should do that again. Well, well, what did we do we that we got that meeting, meeting canceled? He fly again. 80 <laughs> degrees, baby. We're back in 10 <laughs> seconds. Keyshawn J. Will and Max. Plenty to show for the process. process was working so well, the league had to break it up so everyone else didn't imitate it. They just shouldn't have let Jimmy Butler walk out the door. All right, look. Get Stephen A. Get me knocked off track here. We have Brandon Marshall with us right now. Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80. Think Brandon Marshall can only talk football? You're wrong. I am athlete. Pie. I am athlete. He talks network. everything, man. He talks yeah. everything. <laughs> Brandon. The, 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 oh my goodness, brother! The game last night, man. Like just you, you, the thing I love Jay, about your first, pod. Stop, stop, Jay. Yeah. Stop, Jay. Stop, Jay. Listen, when I first started doing this five day a week stuff. I reached out to Jay because the hardest thing to do was to talk basketball. So, you know, and you were talking football. You're the one talking football. I was like, oh, snap. Look, I can reach out to Jay. I'll share him some, share some secrets with him about football. He'll he'll get at key. And then if he shared me some, some, some stuff on basketball, then I can get at Nick Wright. 
and you ain't answer my call. I, what do you mean I didn't answer your call? When'd you call you didn't me? Call me back. You never called me. This was two years ago. Don't this you start was, this. This was two years ago. Oh, but go ahead. Yeah. I see it. He's like, oh, two years ago. Yeah, I put you. I had you on the pay no mind list. But now, how you going? Now that he found you, started a network. <laughs> now he's going to pay attention to you. <laughs> B. Mercy and I already had a long right. ass conversation, man. <laughs> B. All right, so because oh, I want to. Jay don't some... mess with small timers. Brandon Marshall only wants to start networks. Yeah, now Jay messes with you all day. He big time. I'm like, bro, let's hear some trade secrets. Stop, B. I ain't messing with you on that one, man. What are your thoughts on James Harden disappearing last night, man? Do you think he self-sabotaged that game? Because it sure as hell looked like it when it's all said and done, only two shots in the second half. Yeah, we we have a, a show coming out. I don't know when it's coming out. We just shot with Gilbert Arenas um, in L.A. a couple of days ago, so I'll give you a little bit of what he talked about. He felt like, he, he, he felt like uh, there's a lot of that there. He, Gilbert, you know, talks about, you know, how the best thing for him is to get out of uh, this series as quickly as possible or the playoffs as quickly as possible because what he doesn't want to, to, to do is go into this offseason dealing with another hamstring issue. Why? Because now it messes up his whole market. He feels he's going to opt out. He thinks, you know, Someone like the the like he feels the the 76ers will give him the max. I don't agree with him, but you know this is Gilbert. Gilbert, you know he's wild. He's way out there at times. He's a troll. But when we talk about basketball IQ, the dude is next level. Um, my thing with James Harden is this, bro. Like there comes a point where you look yourself in the mirrors, like yo, my body's breaking down. You know my metabolism's changing. You know, things are happening a little bit differently. I got to change. Everybody says it, man, and so it's nothing new. You know, nobody's throwing anybody under the bus. But, dog, like, man, you got to really lean in this offseason and take care of yourself. And, like, the, 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 the partying and all the other stuff, that's just stuff you got to wait to do that, you know, another time, man. You still can play at a high level. I'm with a few people out there where it's like, you don't age this fast. And even a James Harden, even if he doesn't have, you know, uh, all those quick twitch fibers that he used to have, you know, and I'm not comparing him to a, a, a Russell Westbrook, but the dude could do whatever he wanted on the court. But you still should be able to, to get off 25 shots. You still should be able to, to go out there and, and, and hit a trade ball. I mean, he's just off. Something's going off. Something's off mentally. He's not comfortable the last year and a half. It's just a lot with James Harden. This dude should be able to play at a high level for another uh, a few more years. Now, I don't know if five years, giving, a, giving him a max five years, 200-something million is the answer, but the dude still should be able to ball, but he has to change how he takes care of his body, point blank, period. Well, you would be right, Brandon. You do got to – you got to do make – you got to make some changes. At some point, you got to realize when you get up in a certain age, you can't do the same things that you used to be able to do. And he could still be an effective player if he just realizes that and take a step back for a minute. See, when you say – I don't like how you just said that effective player. I think he's still a star. I'm yeah, be but honest. he can't be – he can't, people, when I say effective player, though, he can't be what he was in Houston. That's, that's, yeah. that, that, that's what the, – the, so effective to me is what he was in Brooklyn, not what he was in Houston. Uh, that's he, right. he looked great See, last year in Brooklyn. That's great. that. That's what they thought they was buying. Yeah, they thought they was Point buying guard. Brooklyn. 
Well, Brooklyn, you was next right. to KD and Kyrie. That's that you, you don't have to do everything at the level that you need. You saying to. they shoot better than Thibel? <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> Yo, Brent, I want to ask you a real quick question about your pod, man, because you've had some incredibly interesting individuals on it and all your shows. What athlete do you think that you've had on the pod that literally blew your mind with something that they've said? I know it's happened multiple times, but what's the thing that stands yeah. out the most? Well, well, look, Cam Newton, was uh, that was a dope conversation. D-Wade was a dope conversation. Um, we have some others in the can that's going to come out over the next couple weeks. Uh, I have to go with Trent Williams, the big left tackle for San, the, the San Francisco 49ers. You know, our offensive linemen, they don't get a lot of love. They're not, you know, you can't really brand them. They're not, they're not marketable. But this dude is next level. His IQ is through the roof, and he's just a, a, a phenomenal human being. So you guys know this. You know, the stuff that moves needles is when, you know, like when we have those big-name A-list athletes and entertainers on our shows but they don't always make the best interviews or they don't connect with the fans as much as, you know, those other people that may not have those big platforms. So for me, it was Trent Williams. Um, I learned a lot from Trent. And I think that's, you know, the interesting thing about this space now is, you know, the audience want to hear from our athletes in a different way. They don't always want to just hear the X's and O's. So it's pretty cool being able to get in their head and, and think of and get them to talk about you know those interests. Yeah, listen, and then the best thing is when you have a big name athlete who can also talk. KJ, I got, I wrote Brandon Marshall into this just in. Whenever I can get him on there, <laughs> especially when he's in the studio during the football season, that is Max. Like, yeah, yeah. Man, stop, man. Max, Max will call you. Max will, Max will, be, Max will call you this week and be like, "Hey, can you you in New York next week?" Like, yeah, I'm in New, New York next week. Yeah. You want to come on the show? Yeah, no problem. Had a producer call me. Man, be like 30 minutes before showtime the next week. Max, <laughs> nobody called me. Max, like, where you at? I'm like, Max, the producer never called well, me. Well, listen, like, come see, on, man. What Brandon Marshall just? I I don't throw any producers under the bus. But if Brandon Marshall <laughs> wants to do it, go ahead. <laughs> it ain't me. I line it up. There's I'm only so much I can do. The <laughs> There's only so much I can I'm do. I can. You want me to book the show too? I try. I'm doing my best. <laughs> Brent, I, I, I love you, man. Likewise, man. It's so true in this business. You got the A-list talkers and you have the A-list guests. And so often people are like, well, he's like a B talker and a B guest. No, you either have an A-list talker or an A-list guest, or sometimes you have both. And that's when you hit the jackpot. And that's why Brandon Marshall is doing so well on I Am Athlete Podcast. Thank you, Brandon, as always, for jumping on. All right, B. Marsh. I appreciate you guys. All right, baby. Yes, sir. Tune in to an NL battle tomorrow as the Cards host the Giants, presented by Progressive Insurance. Coverage begins at 1.30 p.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. So there you have it, guys. Look at me. Not only hosting shows, booking guests. You're doing, doing a great job. You're doing a great job. Thank you. Max Kellerman. This is just in. Max Kellerman. Handsome host. My guess All is right. Brandon was booked by Max, and Max never told the producer. Greeny That's my guess, too. I didn't want to throw him next. under the bus, though. It was Evan who forgot a call. This Justin. All right. KJ. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. 
Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.